Good morning. It's Thursday, July 23rd, and I'm Bikuni Wimala here in Crystal Lake, connected with Blue Lotus Temple in Woodstock, Illinois. And this is a beautiful day here. I hope you're having a beautiful evening or a beautiful day wherever you are. We're still here at the, almost the end of July, kind of knee-deep in a, in a pandemic that's, again, all over the world. So make your practice as strong as you can, because this is a great teacher, and hope all of you are hanging in there and doing okay and finding ways to uh, deal with isolation and to deal with stress and to deal with fear. These are, these are real emotions. We don't want to block our emotions and bottle them up, but we want to have safe, skillful ways to deal with them. So this is a great time to be working on that, so it's a great time for us all to be deepening our practice. So let's, let's start this morning with my wish, just to remind us, of our intentions and our resolve. And this is one of the best ways for us to practice and help us uh, become less full of ourselves and more full of ourselves and being connected to every other being and finding ways to, to be compassionate and to be caring and to be thinking of others can bring contentment and peace to us more than anything else. So let's start with my wish. You've probably all got it memorized. I still use my cheat sheet because I'm afraid I'll start thinking in the middle of it and then lose my mental place. May I become, at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. So, that's a good start, thinking about others and thinking about, uh, really, when we think about my wish, we're thinking about our relationship to other beings. When, we try, when we're compassionate and when we're thinking of other beings, we're never thinking of ourselves as being better than or less than or even the same as other beings. Because that's all ego. That's all a comparison. We're thinking about our relationship to others, which is to be a helper and a protector and a guide and a ship and a lamp, a sanctuary. So we none of those makes one of us better than the other. We never look down on people who were, who were helping because we're thinking of ourselves in their spot. We're caring about them, and we're caring about ourselves. So 
it's a good way just to not be so caught up in ourself that we think everything is revolving around us because it's not. That's not reality. And once we really figure that out, what a great deal of peace of mind that gives us and contentment. So, how's everybody doing today? It's wonderful to see names popping up uh, who are watching. I feel like they're right here in my little living room, that we're all watching the critters outside and then taking time to practice together. Um, find, find the people you resonate with and be sure you stay connected to them. It, everyone is at so many different levels of uh, whether you're staying as isolated as you can or whether you're trying to get back to work and trying to be careful with everything you do and wearing a mask and using social distancing. Um, wherever you are on that spectrum, just remember we're all in this together. So everything we do should be caring for ourselves and caring for others. And then we're okay, right? And getting our advice from the best sources. The same way we, the Buddha talks about finding a teacher, uh, he says, look and see, and look at the teachings that, they, that they're giving you and see how they match up with, with reality and how they match up with skillful, wholesome qualities. And uh, check everything out using your own best judgment before you go further into it. And then then uh, I always think it's very good to, instead of just cherry picking a little bit from every path that you come into contact with, if you find a path that you feel you've checked it out, you've investigated it, you've investigated, kind of checked out the teachers and you, you feel good about it and feel that it's speaking truth to you and it contains loving kindness and compassion and uh, sympathetic joy and equanimity those four highest states of mind that we want to accomplish in any spiritual path then then dive deeper into that path and get more of the benefits of it Sometimes if we're cherry-picking just little pieces we like of everything, we never go deep enough in one teaching to really see what the benefits to us can be. Um, it, we find the interesting bits and pieces are the ones that, that uh, we like, and we may be missing the, the depth. Just a little piece of advice. So um, what we're always trying to do is to find truth, and truth is the reality we see in the world, in nature, and uh, we can be judges of that. Think of what's good for us. Think of what's healthy for us. Think of, think of the kind of friends we want to have and our, what kind of relationship we want to have to the world. So today I thought, since, this, since we just have so many uh, difficult issues and painful issues that we're all looking at in the world, that let's practice more on loving-kindness today, 
and really getting back in touch with our own practice, the practices that feed us and uh, take us to a better place. So we haven't done loving-kindness for several days, but let's do that today, and then uh, our time will be up, okay? So let's... Oh, I did have one thing I want to read to you, again, from Pema Chodron. It's very short, but I had written this note down on the back of an envelope <laughs> quite a while ago, but I think it's from her book, uh, Welcoming the Unwelcome, that I've talked about. But I started a list of ways to cultivate peace, and I got to one, and then this list got put aside, but I keep carrying it around with me. So this is a way to help cultivate peace, and this is absolutely something we all need to be doing, is cultivating peace. The recommendation is to see my opinions of myself and others as simply my take on reality, and not a reason to increase negativity on the planet. And this is what she's talking about, not holding on to opinions with aggression. So we all have opinions. We can't help, we can't help not to. It's part of the way our mind works. But we often hold on to our opinions as though they were fact. And I love the way she describes that as holding on to opinions with aggression. That's when we get into arguments with people, and that's when we get upset with things other people say, and that's when we uh, begin to burn out. If we're working on a cause that matters to us, we can burn out easily if we hold on to our opinions with aggression. So I think this is a wonderful uh, way to do that. See my opinions of myself and others as simply my take on reality and not a reason to increase negativity on the planet. So it's a good way to think about that. This is just my take on reality. Because we all know that's very relative. So if we can remember that, and not just use that expression as a way to begin aggressively throwing out our take on reality as the truth, uh, I think we can... We can walk away from conversations without having a feeling of uh, resentment or anger or aggression built up in us. We can bring more contentment and peace to, to even all of our daily interactions with people. So that's, a t that's the tidbit for today. So let's sit now. So find that. comfortable position where your body is relaxed, but, but you are sitting attentively and awake. Even if you're on the floor or, and have props that help you with your uh, spine and with being able to be comfortable in one spot, that's perfect. But always keep, when you meditate, always have the, the intention that you're staying awake. If you need uh, help and you use listening to my voice or anyone else's as a good way to help you sleep at night, that's wonderful too. But then that's a different that's a different exercise. We're using we're using uh, 
peaceful words and calm voices to help us relax so we can go to sleep. So we just want to be sure we are aware of the difference. As long as we're awake, we can meditate. And if we fall asleep to that, that's okay too. We need rest. We need to have our bodies. uh, We need to take care of our bodies the same way we need to take care of every part of us and the way we need to take care of our world. So don't feel bad if you fall asleep in the middle of um, what you think is a meditation because it may be that you need to be sleeping. Okay, but if you're rested, let's keep the body awake. And we can do that by just sometimes lifting our spine up, just feeling that regal posture lifting us up. We can do that if we're on the floor. We can do that any anywhere we're sitting as long as we can. Uh, we're not sl- too slumped over or we're in a pos- position where we can't stretch out, wake up. It often happens if you're sitting at the computer too long. I know that can be exhausting for me because my posture becomes, you know, it's not, I can't stay straight up because I'm leaning towards a computer screen more and more as I work or I'm on it on Zoom. So we're all, we all need that lifting up and it makes us breathe better as well. So when we lift up that spine and feel ourselves creating space even between between each vertebra. Then we can let our shoulders down. With exhale, feel your shoulders drop. Now just become aware of your body breathing for you. Hopefully we've got our bodies trained to take in enough oxygen to move it down to the bottom of our lungs. Our body's doing it. We're not forcing it now. You can place your hand on your tummy and feel your belly rise. With the inhale, feel it contract with the exhale. And we can focus on our breath with that feeling we feel in our belly. That's easy. Or we can focus on our breath around our nostrils where it's a much more subtle sensation. Sometimes that can even help us stay awake for really paying attention to subtlety. Breathe in, 
breathe out. Sometimes it's a good idea to focus your attention at the tip of your nose And you can use an image of a little butterfly just sitting very lightly on the tip of your nose. It's very light. We're observe, observing our body breathing. Be aware of everything your senses are working with. We've cut down some of our visual distraction, but we see things on the, we see light and color, different things in front that we, we can still see, even with our eyes closed. So there's still that as a distraction. But just be aware of it, and then just let it be. Be okay with it. No need to chase after it. Be aware of how the air feels on your skin. If you're inside or outside. Be aware of your body making contact with the floor or the earth or your cushion or your seat. The contact your clothes make with your skin. Be aware of any taste in your mouth or if your mouth feels dry. Have that awareness, but just be okay with whatever you encounter. It may be noisy where you are, it may be quiet and peaceful, or if it's very quiet, that may not be what you want. You may want more noise. And just let that go. Whatever it is, it's okay. Right now, it's okay. There are thoughts coming into our heads. We don't have to try and repress those thoughts, but just be okay with the thoughts coming in, then leaving when they get tired of waiting for your attention. We can just observe those thoughts without getting caught up in them. Right now, we're just coming back to our breath. We'll spend some time doing loving-kindness practice. This is a very powerful practice. Sometimes we can dismiss it a little easily. But this can be your entire practice. 
we begin just by sending good thoughts to ourselves, remembering that friendship we want to have towards ourself. May I be well. May I be content. May I feel safe. And may I be at peace. May I be free from fear and worry and anxiety. May take may I take care of myself. We want to be friends with our body and with this this life that we're living. We want to be able to see our true nature. And then just to be able to let that let that true nature come out more and more. Send comforting thoughts to yourself. You can choose your own thoughts. We want to nourish ourselves when we practice metta. We want to be our own best friends. And if you felt very isolated during this pandemic, that's why the Buddha taught that we want to become our own best friends. There are times when we completely have to rely on ourselves There are times when we have the great fortune to have wonderful friends close to us and near us. And there are times when we need to be away from that. And there are times when we may be forced to be away from others. So we always need to go back to being able to befriend ourselves to love ourselves, to always be able to send goodwill to ourselves even if we can't muster up love. May I be well. May I be content. May I feel safe. And may may I live in peace. May I be filled with peace. Now radiate a little bit more beyond your own self and think of your loved ones. These are your family members usually. But this also includes our extended family of dear friends. These are the people we think of every day. We may not see them, 
but they're in our hearts. They may live far away. We may not even be in touch with them frequently, but we know when we connect with them, we are right there for each other. May all my loved ones be well. May they feel safe. May they be content. And may they be filled with peace and living in peace. Free from fear and worry and anxiety. Just let your heart and mind, chitta is the word in Pali for the mind, but also for the heart. So it's sometimes we refer to it as the heart-mind. I think it's nice that they go together. But just be radiating from your heart-mind those qualities of loving-kindness to your loved ones. This can include your pets or the creatures that you're very attached to, whether they're wild or whether they're right in your house. This can include teachers, This can include those friends or family members that you may be at odds with. But this, these are the people, these are the beings that we know we have that unconditional love towards. So we can disregard heated emotions or arguments or stresses at home. These are still our loved ones. Now move out to your community and you can pick your community. It may be the community where you live or a group that you're connected with, a community where you work, your spiritual community. And our communities contain all types of beings. They, they, may, they contain our loved ones, they contain our acquaintances, contain people we know and people who are perfect strangers. And our communities often include our challenging people, our difficult people. But we identify with this community. So send out loving-kindness to every person, every being in your community. Definitely can include non-humans. Open your heart-mind to them. Send out thoughts of friendliness, of goodwill.
We send out our resolve with loving kindness and harmlessness towards all of these beings. On a daily basis, it can be our resolution, our intention. And then we allow it just now, let these same thoughts and let everything, let it just radiate out from you wordlessly. out to that infinite space. There's no end, no boundaries. No one is left out. No one is excluded. Sending out, radiating out this quality of loving kindness, of goodwill to all the universe, all human beings and non-human beings, beings being born and beings dying. Send loving kindness and goodwill. We're all connected to all of these beings. May all living beings, human and non-human, be free from suffering and its causes, be free from fear and worry and anxiety. May all beings be free from hunger and thirst and the extremes of the weather and the climate. May all beings be able to care for themselves or to be cared for by loved ones. And may all beings everywhere throughout the universe be able to dwell in peace. That's our time for today, so keep sitting. And I'll read my wish one more time, but just keep sitting as long as you can. If you have extra time, just keep going with the flow. I can feel it flowing through me. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those without who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. Thank you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Or you'll hear from me tomorrow. Bye-bye. Keep sitting if you can.